You're listening to Bow Down to Us, the games edition. A gaming podcast for people who want honest opinions by freaks with nothing better to do with their time. Here's Roger and his crew. I have no internet. You work for an ISP. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the irony. Oh, it's all there. It is there. Okay, now, before we get started, let's be very clear here, because for anybody who read your recap on the VGAs, you were not made to watch the VGAs. <laughs> I I mean, I got some angst towards you at times, for damn sure, but I would not make anybody watch the VGAs. Right. You, you brought uh, this allow, on allow yourself. Allow me to elaborate on you, that. You yeah. were masochistic, is what you were. I felt obligated to watch the VGAs. See, I was feeling masochistic, though not nearly as much as you, because I actually just recorded them and then <laughs> fast forwarded through all the crap, which means that I was done in about 15, 20 minutes. And that's actually still counting a lot of crap that I did wind up seeing. <laughs> so let's actually go through it, though, and, and talk about what there was, because despite what we may think about it, a lot of people talk about it. And not necessarily that the awards mean anything. We'll talk about the awards and what we thought about the 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 winners. Um, but let's talk some about what was announced, the big things that were announced. So we can start probably with Batman Arkham City. What did you think of the trailer? Glorious. Oh, my God. Now, that my was not still out of my head. I had to pick them back up. That was not all CG. That had to be real actors. No, that was... Are you positive? I had no. I I didn't see anything in there that that looked that good to be purely live action. Like there were some there were some moments, but no, that was CG near as I could tell. I I want to find out because in all honesty, I saw that and I was watching on my big screen and I and I'd seen the trailer as well, parts of it because it was leaked beforehand, and I was watching it on my iMac and I was thinking, what the hell? They brought in live actors because. It can't possibly look that good as CG. Well, I thought the same thing about the Resistance 3 trailer and turned out that was all CG. I, I was convinced that was live action. Okay. Well, we'll have to look into it because, well, if it, either way, it was amazing. It was freaking cool. And to see Batman taking out a squad of cops, <laughs> then you're thinking, okay, this is awesome. Well, maybe not cops. What, what would you call them? Mercenaries, whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. Hey, who heard, knows? I've heard him described as both. It doesn't matter. Batman's yeah. beating him up. That's Man, all you need to know. The, but what I also liked is that he's taken some shots from him, too, which, you know, I like that. I like to see when. A superhero like him, especially, he doesn't have any superpowers, is going in and fighting. He's going to get hit. There's this bullshit that he's just going to bounce around and be able to avoid all hits. Not going to happen. He's going to take some. And he takes some here. Granted, he's got the armor that makes a big difference in terms of how much it hurts. But, I mean, he is actually taking some hits. But the choreography for the fight scenes was only freaking amazing. And that's Better why... Better than any movie. Oh, dude, yeah. And when you're seeing the close-ups, again, if it's CGI, then I'm really impressed. If it's real live actors, I'm still very impressed. Um, not as much, obviously, but I'm still really impressed. It was, it was well done. This is, like... the. I'd put it on top of quality-wise of the last couple Batman movies in terms of just the the choreography, the 
the way it was filmed, the cinematography, and just everything about it. And again, the reveal at the end, too, you're like, oh, oh yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Okay, so moving on from there, what was the next reveal that we got? Uh, the next reveal we I had think was, was Elder, Elder Scrolls. Scrolls. Yeah, which you're not a big Elder Scrolls fan. I, I was. I've just kind of grown away from it. Okay, I, I am a huge Elder Scroll fan. So the the idea uh, that we we'd heard about this beforehand really really interested me. The trailer, however, is really not telling you a whole hell of a lot. And it's it pretty. It was very pretty, <laughs> but it's all the CG that's yeah that's supposed to be conceptual. That's not actually showing you anything about the story or what it's going to look like or if they're going to be using the same game engine or things like that. It's really leaves it up in the air for a lot of things, which I'm, I mean, granted the game doesn't release until the 11th of November of 2011, obviously. So really you're not going to know too much about it now. That said, still, I would have liked to have known, gotten more of the story. I mean, it wasn't nearly as bad as Del Toro's reveal. We'll get to that <laughs> later. But I mean, still, it was, it was just kind of pretty trailer and okay. But well, I don't know. Yeah. What did you think? And again, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of apathetic to it at the moment. Okay. From there, we got Thor. Now, I'll let you take this one. <sighs> okay. I, I, I'm willing to accept that they're not going to make a good Thor game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love Thor. The movie looks friggin' awesome. The video game, uh, the Iron Man games are pretty crappy. So uh, whatever. I give them credit for doing an entire gameplay trailer. Uh, they were the only game that showed nothing nothing but gameplay in their trailer which was cool but it it just it didn't look good like the, the graphics looked choppy and it it just it was just kind of there it was like they threw it in just for marketing purposes i, I yeah the game's not gonna be that good <laughs> well I, I i hate to say that i i'm not surprised but really i'm not surprised yeah i you know what it, it, unfortunately far too many of the superhero games especially from marvel <clears throat> pardon me Miss rather than hit. I mean, we got Shattered Dimension that everybody loved, but really, how many other Marvel games have we gotten recently that are making people stop and think, I can't wait to play the next one and things like that? Well, the Marvel games have been pretty good. You know, Ultimate Alliance, uh, that sort of stuff. The movie tie-in Marvel games have all been pretty bad. Although I heard the uh, Wolverine game is actually better than the movie. <laughs> Not hard to do, yeah, but really. still. But it, it, it does kind of make sense, uh, especially when you put it into the uh, the way Del Toro was talking about how, you know, Hollywood just sees video games as extra product, extra money. You know, they don't really care that much about it. So it, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so moving on from there, the next one that we saw was Mass Effect 3, I believe. Yes. OK, that one At there. Go ahead. <laughs> No, I'm just trying to stop drooling onto my microphone. <laughs> Again, if it was all CGI, there's parts of it that look like might have been real actor because that dude looked freaking awesome. I mean, it was well done. If it was all again CGI, that was really well done. It's it's not telling you a whole hell of a lot, but then none of the Mass Effect trailers ever did prior to the it's game. Telling you enough. <laughs> it's basically the Earth is in trouble, and Shepard better get there soon to save it. 
that's it. So, I mean, they, they there's not much more. Granted, again, most of the Mass Effect games, you can narrow it down to one line kind of thing of what the game is about and what he has to do. So in this case, it's get to Earth to stop the Reapers is what it boils down to. Yeah. Um it looked damn good. It looked really well done, and I'm hoping to hell that they're going to have an updated games engine for that as well so that it will be something that looks even better than Mass Effect 2. Well, I'm sure it'll look better. It's just a question of how much better. Because Mass Effect 2 looked great for many things, but certainly not the faces. Human faces, oh, not yeah, so much with the good. now. No. Uh, Grunt and, you know, uh, Fane looked friggin' awesome. But yeah, humans, not so much. There's a reason why you want to be nailing the alien chicks and not the human ones. It's <laughs> because they don't look good. At, at certain camera angles, Miranda is very attractive. <laughs> when she's facing away from it. <laughs> All right, next up, I think, was the Resistance 3. Trailer? Yes, yes, which, again, like I said, I thought that was live action until I was told otherwise. Yeah, no, it looked awesome. Definitely looked awesome. Very, <laughs> very cool. And then what was next? Next was... Uh, we had Prototype. Did I skip it? I think no, so. No. no, it was next? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Prototype is next. Yeah, Prototype was, again, it is a game, actually, that I am interested in. So I was really quite looking forward to it. I, I'm... I, I think it's going to be awesome. And the graphics and prototype were great. Graphics for this look awesome. So, I don't know. I got my hopes up for this one. Uh, I'm liking the nice little twist that the hero in the first game is actually your enemy in the second game. Wasn't expecting that one. Neither was I, which is I awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. Okay, next up after that. Aside from Angry Birds Live? Dude, I was going to mention that because you have to. <laughs> there was so much stuff in this awards show that was complete and utter crap that, I mean, they could not make that audience laugh. They needed this show more than any other needed a laugh track. I mean, the actors that were up there and the presenters, oh. they're dropping lines. Granted, most of them were oh so terrible but even then they're standing there going and they're apologizing and making excuses saying I didn't write this it's on the yeah. prompter I have to say it because <laughs> they were terrible and nobody no polite laughter from anybody it's just like dead silence even at the points of the show where laughter was appropriate nobody was laughing yeah apparently you know game devs they just don't like to laugh they keep they yeah. chuckle inside but that Angry Birds little moment was very funny. Was actually, I'll give them that. When the Oscars would have let me do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, Guillermo del Toro came up. And I actually preferred his speech more than his trailer. What trailer? Exactly. The, in the speech, he's talking about Hollywood and how... They're, how they consider video games, and he has that inside scoop. And also because he's a gamer, which I never would have guessed, but I love his, I was born with a, 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 a controller in one hand, and what was it, a tortilla in the other, or something yeah, like that? A burrito. A or burrito or something. Yeah. I, that was hilarious. <laughs> but, um, but I never would have pegged him as a gamer, obviously, but it fits when you look at his movies and the concepts and how imaginative they are. Oh, yeah. So the fact that here's a big name Hollywood director 
that's going to be working on a game. I just, I wish we could have found out more, but I mean, the game isn't coming out till forever. So that, I mean, the game's called insane. And frankly, we don't know anything about it other than it's a horror. Yeah. And it comes out in 2013. Yeah. Go <laughs> Yeah. Way to go. Thanks. Yeah. That's- Thanks for that. We'll be looking forward to that. Dude, I got time to forget about it, grow senile, and you don't eventually remember it when I'm having a hard poop or something. Okay, moving on from... What? said, if if we're still doing this show in three years, Years? we'll look back fondly on this moment. (laughs) My God. Uh, Okay, so what else did we have? Uh, We had Forza. Dude. Oh, you know, I like my me and my racing games. It was shiny. It was very shiny. It, It looked really good they didn't show too too much though i mean it it was just enough to get people who like racing games interested anybody who liked forza 3 is definitely going to be looking forward to this one a lot and i like that it's coming out i think it's late in 2011 if i'm not mistaken as well yeah they said sometime in the fall yeah so that gives us plenty of time to be completely done with gran turismo 5 and at that point be looking for a good new racing game. I'm just hoping that they they really pay attention to what it is that racing fans want from a game. And again, Gran Turismo 5 is is set at a certain bar right now. Um, some people would argue that Forza 3 had already done as much, but that remains to be seen and it's definitely arguable. But I would certainly like to see this one leapfrog over it so that it's a, a vast difference and, and uh, really puts you behind the wheel, so to speak. So yeah, I was very happy to hear that myself. Very, very happy to hear that. And in terms of, oh, obviously the last one was a big one. Well, you, you missed one there. No. Uh, and it's funny because it's a game I had just asked a friend of mine about a week ago. I said, when was the last time an SSX game came out? Oh. I played I played the hell out of those games on the PlayStation 2. And I was like, man, I could really go for some snowboarding, like fun music, crazy stunts. And look at that. Here's SSX Deadly Descents, uh, where you're going to be flying down every mo- mountain range in, in the world. And it, hey, it exists. Uh, I don't know. Like, just from the trailer, though, like, it seems like it's missing the fun that that the series was known for in all honesty i think i played one of them at, at one point and it was never anything that i cared that much about same as the tony hawks there was a couple of them that i played the crap out of and then quickly grew i don't want to say grew out of them but lost interest and yeah, these are I, the I same kind of things so frankly i saw this and it was like they, they tried to make it look like a freaking call of duty with him jumping out of that <laughs> chopper and i'm going dude he's freaking snowboarding he's not going after some afghani camp somewhere he's he's snowboarding down a hill so yeah, well with tony hawk they've been cranking one out every year for ever so it's it has gotten stale but i can't i honestly cannot remember the last time they released an ssx game so maybe if they can revitalize the franchise and breathe some fresh life into it it's it definitely doesn't have any competition like there is no other downhill snowboarding game yeah really okay all right so now now can, the big now one yeah that's a, yeah oh, dude uncharted 3 awesome that was like, I was watching this and I was thinking, oh, don't tell me this is going to, because they were saying the, the the world premiere and I'm thinking, oh, was this a leak one that I saw 
online and it starts off the same, but then there's a hell of a lot more to it. Unless this one also leaked out and I just didn't find it beforehand. But this one had quite a bit more and it was freaking epic. I read a thing where they were talking to the people from Naughty Dog that were saying they felt so much pressure because they're trying to build a game on top of the success of 2, which mm -hmm. is a damn hard thing to do. But you look at this trailer and it looked so good. And knowing, again, looking back at the trailer for 2, where he's hanging from the cart, the train cart in the Himalayas. And you're like, oh, dude. And then the journey to get out and everything. And I can put that, transpose that on top of this here, stuck in the freaking desert. So I, I already see a winning situation. I already see a game that's going to literally hold me from start to finish. Especially when uh, you take the information we got that from that Entertainment Weekly article about it. Yeah. Did you? Uh, yeah. Did you check that one out? No, I did not. It's in the show notes. You should have checked it out, dude. I sorry. I saw. I saw it, and okay. I clicked it. But I, then I thought, oh, it's just going to be the same stuff that I have already read. So I didn't bother going through it. So go well, for it. Allow me to learn you something. All right. Okay. When they came up with the concept for Uncharted Three, they had the whole development team sit down. And they said, what do we want to do? And they said, sand is really hard to render properly. Let's do something <laughs> in the desert. So they, they wanted to challenge themselves as designers and programmers. So they decided to base this game around sand, which is very difficult to do in, in a high quality manner. So then things started spinning out of that. They said the, uh, the game is based upon... Uh, Lawrence of Arabia, but not necessarily, you know, what he's most known for, but his early life as an archaeologist. And, you know, they, they just tiny little hints there. They're saying the game is going to be uh, very focused on the relationship between Drake and Sully, which is cool. Everybody loves them some Sully. <laughs> and the interesting is when they get into the deception, you're like, oh, there's, you know, is Drake deceiving somebody? Is somebody deceiving Drake? And they put a nice little twist in there. They said a good portion of the plot will focus on a deception about Drake's ancestry which raises all kinds of interesting ways that the plot can go. Maybe he not, isn't an actual descendant of Sir Francis Drake, or maybe Sir Francis Drake, you know, didn't do all the things that, you know, that he's known for. Who knows? It's pure conjecture at this point, but there's a lot of really cool stuff in here that definitely has me interested. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing, too, that I found with these guys is that it, with both games, you are actually getting a game wherein you could tell the story mattered to them. You could tell that it wasn't just about let's just create something pretty. Let's let's not. It wasn't just about let's create something that has you know good gameplay. It was also we want a very very good story that people can really get behind, and we want characters that are so well fleshed out that we feel like we know them. We could know these types of people, and so just with what you're saying, again, going by the characters that we already know being in there, and and any kind of twist that they could do, I have faith in their writers that yes, they, goddamn, that would be freaking awesome. And I think their sand is going to look phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I have no doubt about that. <laughs> the only thing that, again, the only thing I've ever had a problem with has been their faces and only in certain lighting that I've had 
I've seen little things that kind of bothered me, and but I didn't notice that in the trailer. Of course, they can touch that up quite a bit. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing any kind of gameplay videos for this. Um, well, they they showed little flashes of gameplay at the end of the trailer. It looked pretty. Looked good. awesome, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I am looking forward to seeing more. Granted, this one here, we're looking at November 1st, 2011. So we're looking at a little while before they're going to start trickling in information. But again, looking at what they did with 2, we got tons of information from their dev videos that they released on PSN that you could download for free and watch and get to see the back the the behind the scenes with all of the voice actors with the actual development people it was awesome and i'm thinking that they they know people love those they're going to do the same thing with this one at least i'm hoping so god damn that i can't wait okay, okay. so let's talk now about the actual awards so we'll, we'll there were awards there were awards <laughs> we're really we're, we can only joke about how bad it was so long you know what spike needs to figure out that i know that this is a money-making thing for them in a big way but they need to figure out pardon me that nobody cares about sitting through these anymore it's it's painful to watch these big freaking gala things and now with the cgi extras which was Uh. freaking bars on your screen it meant nothing nobody cares about that you know what they could have done you know what i want to see for next year i want to see a back room in a club somewhere a cd back room not the best lighting a a round table with some guys playing poker. Have your Neil Patrick Harris, Nathan Filion, maybe a couple of guys from the industry, maybe Mike Morheim and like Bill Roper or something. Uh, and they're Cliffy B in there just yeah. for the hell of it. And they're playing <laughs> poker and talking about the games from the year and what they think are the best. And when it comes time to a video, they kind of turn on the TV beside them, a little 21-inch something, you know, and it shows a video of what it is. But it's all about just them talking about it, arguing about it, maybe a fist fight or two, and Nathan wins, of course. That's all we want to see. This big show and dance stupidity has had its day, but the 50s are over. Really? (laughs) Like, it was ludicrous at points. It was so bad. <laughs> yes, it was. Okay, so let's talk about some of the actual awards then. We'll start the, with the first one, which was the Studio of the Year. And the nominees for them were Bioware, Blizzard, Bungie, and Rockstar San Diego. And they gave the award to Bioware. Now, before I say what I think, do you agree with that? I don't disagree with it, but it's not who I would have chosen. Okay, that's not what I asked. <laughs> <laughs> way to be a political choice i'm not i'm not saying that they, they picked a crappy studio i'm not saying they picked treyarch but i i let's just say bioware would have been my second choice okay who would have been your first of course blizzard just because of what they've put out this year and that's the thing see to me when you're looking at what came out this year well we got starcraft 2 came out this year and guess what even though it just came out Cataclysm is still in 2010. And guess what? Cataclysm has already sold more copies than it ever did for any of its other expansions. Cataclysm sold, what, 3.3, I think I read? Yeah, 3.3 million, and that's not counting digital copies. And that's only day one. That's not counting the other ones. It's second only right now to Call of Duty Black Ops, which, I mean, that was so far... 
beyond normal. But that that's that was multi-platform and didn't and, require a membership. And I think if you factor in the digital copies of Cataclysm that were sold, that number's a lot closer. Yeah. So when you're looking at that, um, duh. I, I think it's pretty safe <laughs> to say that I've got nothing but love for Bioware, but it didn't deserve that. What did Bioware put out this year? Mass Effect. That's and it. Some crappy DLC. A bunch of DLC for which it didn't win best DLC download. For which the the studio did not win game of the year either. Oh, big surprise there, folks. But I mean, it, it was up it for best it, RPG. But it didn't. So I mean, wow. Okay, well, why give it studio of the year then? I mean, if it doesn't deserve it, it doesn't deserve it. And again, as much as I love them, it didn't deserve it. Not gonna argue with you. Okay, so let's move on. Best action game, action adventure game. We had Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, God of War Three, Red Dead Redemption, and Super Mario Galaxy Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Spike, we love you. <laughs> and the winner Again, was not saying Mario is a bad game, but come on. Yeah, <laughs> categories. Uh, yeah, really. Uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood won. So I'm assuming you enjoy, uh, agree with this. Yes. No, okay. No arguments. Having not played through Brotherhood, I'm not going to disagree. Um, having played Red Dead Redemption, I know that that was one hell of a game. So I'm going to have to kind of put my opinion on this one on hold until I actually get a chance to well, play Brotherhood. Let, let, let's put it this way. The game that won Game of the Year didn't win its own category. <laughs> Again, this is what I'm saying. It's it's like they tried to spread the love. Yeah. Okay, a little bit to EA, a little bit to Activision. Yeah. That just, you can't do that. It's either the best or it's not. I, I got to say, this is actually the most, like, sensible awards they've handed out in their four years. Yeah, well, no, I, I was sitting there going, oh, come on. Again, if the game's going to win Game of the Year, it should win in its category yes. as well. Yes, it, definitely. It did not. Okay, so let's move on to best shooter. Battlefield, Bad Company 2, Bioshock 2, Black Ops, and Halo Reach. Absolutely no surprise, Black Ops took this one. I would have given it to Reach. Really? Honestly. Yeah. Black Ops, I, I'm not even playing Black Ops because it doesn't interest me because, and this is straight for people I know who have played it, who when I tell them why I'm not playing it, they agree with me. And I say I'm not playing it because it's not doing anything Modern Warfare hasn't already done. And they agree 100%. So. Right. There you go. At least Halo Reach, it was it was a good game. Actually, that's one of it, the games that I, I picked up. It, it furthered the franchise. Yeah, yeah. I although yeah. see the, the the best shooter when you're talking about Black Ops again, it's about the the um, the single player as well, not just the multiplayer campaign kind of thing. So the story behind the single player was actually good, well done, and so it was something that people enjoyed. I'm still going to disagree there. Okay. All right. Uh, next one, we had best performance by a human male. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of people to talk about here. Yeah, there's... Okay, so basically your choices were uh, Gary Ullman, John Cleese, Martin Sheen, Nathan Fillion, Neil Patrick Harris, uh, Rob... How the hell do you say that name? Whitehoff. Whitehoff, yeah. Sam Worthington. And they gave it to Neil Patrick Harris. Big surprise. Yeah, big surprise. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's almost a <laughs> thanks for hosting the show. Here you go. Um, Have a monkey. Yeah. I mean, yes, he did a good job, but as much as I had a problem with Fable 3, John Cleese did an amazing job. But even then, you're looking at, okay, well, Martin Sheen, Martin Sheen, dude, oh, was he was awesome. Freaking awesome in Mass Effect 2. Even then, I wouldn't give it to him. I would have given it to Rob Whitehoff because um, I, I'll agree with that. Oh, yeah. dude, it's the parts, any parts where he's talking, you are mesmerized. You're just listening and you're mesmerized, and he pulls it off so well. Yeah. I mean, and Neil Patrick Harris did a fantastic job, but first and foremost, he was only in 25% of the game. He only voiced one of the Spider-Men. Yeah. So, so yeah, that right there would, would knock him out of the running for me. All right. Next up, we had the best independent game where they had Joe Danger, Limbo, Super Meat Boy, the Mis- and the, the Misadventures of PB Winterbottom. And the winner of that one was Limbo. We have Limbo. I actually didn't play it, but I watched my son play it. And it is a freaking awesome little game. Um, we have, I have uh, Winter Bottom. I've played it, loved it as well. But I haven't played the other two. I didn't play Joe Danger Super or Super Meat Boy. Meat Boy. That game is freaking awesome. But did you play the others? Uh, I played the demos. Okay. Because <laughs> I got to tell uh, you, freaking Limbo and Winter Bottom were very good. And even then, I would have given it to Limbo for sure. Again, I'm not going to say whether or not it should be better than the other two because I haven't played them, so I don't know. But Limbo was fantastic. It, and the concepts behind it were very freaking cool. Okay, Okay. so let's move on from there. And what did we have here, lastly? Well, Well, they were talking uh, about the the lightning round. Yeah, well, (laughs) go ahead and rattle it off. Okay, these are the awards that uh, obviously they didn't have time to hand out. Uh, They gave Best of Driving to Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, while Roger might argue that. I (laughs) won't. Really? Come on, dude. That is absolutely ridiculous. Again, you haven't played Hot Pursuit. You know what? These choices were all made before this month began because Uh, they don't. That's true. Apparently, December doesn't count as part of 2010 because tell you cannot put that above GT5. It's just not possible. I can. I can. You haven't played GT5. I don't care because I don't like that type of racing game. So there you go. For me, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit was the best racing game of the year. You're an idiot. Move on. <laughs> Best adapted <laughs> game. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. The game. Yep. Not going to argue there. Yep. Most anticipated Portal 2. I, uh, I don't buy that. Uh, Mass Effect 3, please. <laughs> Best G- RPG, yeah. Mass Effect 2. Yeah, see, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> Best <laughs> RPG is Mass Effect 2. Um, most anticipated. I'm thinking probably Mass Effect 3. Yeah. Or uh, Star Wars The Old Republic or anything. They, they barely touched... Barely. They didn't touch on any MMOs. Last I checked, those are games. Yeah, I think they had to preclude any games that hadn't been announced at the time of the show. So we can keep Mass Effect 3 off the list just because theoretically they didn't know the game existed yet. They were going to announce it. They knew. I know. I'm just saying. (laughs) Best music game, Rock Band 3. Best soundtrack, DJ Hero 2. Something doesn't make sense there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You'd think those two categories would go together, but whatever. And um, there's a whole bunch of other awards that they just didn't hand out that I saw. Okay. Like best performance by a human female, female. best PC game. I didn't see those awards anywhere throughout the show. Not even a mention. 
That's because that's because Neil Patrick Harris was making all those porn jokes and they were running out of time. Speaking of running out of time, that's almost us. So let's just move along. And the game of the year was okay. Hold on, where did you write the actual? It, it's down there, the all the way at the bottom. Yeah, but no, you wrote who won, but did you actually write who was up for it? I, I talked about it all throughout the show as they were being nominated. Okay, so because we had a award post. Okay, well we had. Okay, well damn it, I'm trying to remember now. Black Ops <laughs> right, was there. Was Black Ops. It was Mass Effect Two. Red Dead God Redemption. God of War Three. God of War Three. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. And what was the other one? And crap. <laughs> uh, wasn't Brotherhood? Was it? No. I'm trying to I remember. Think it might have been. Oh, let me pull up my notes. Jeez. Don't you jeez me. Is, uh, you should have put it in your freaking recap. Anyways. I, I did. It's in there somewhere. While you are looking for... Uh, I bet you I find it before you. I bet you you do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to edit all this crap. This okay. <laughs> Call of Duty, Black Ops, God of War 3, Halo Reach, Mass Effect 2, and Red Dead Redemption. Those were the game yeah. of the year. And, of course, Red Dead Redemption 1. Do you agree or not? <sighs> Not for me, but I haven't played Red Dead, so I can't fully make that decision. Okay. as I will say, though, Red Dead by far had the best presentation of the night. Oh, God, yeah. That freaking that song was oh, awesome. Dude, man, that was, yeah, yeah. Literally dropped everything I was doing, sat and listened. And it was like, don't you dare fast forward through this because my son had the controller. It was fast forward <laughs> through the crap and it was like, leave it on. And it was Awesome. Yeah. But okay, so Call of Duty Black Ops, as good as it was, was still a Call of Duty game. I don't think I'd give it a anything that original that I would give it a game of the year kind of thing. Uh, God of War 3, no, more of the same, just looks better and plays better. Halo Reach, I'm not a huge Halo fan. My son played it, and he wasn't crazy about it. He liked it, but didn't like it as much as the other ones. Then you got your Mass Effect 2 and your Red Dead Redemption. Wow, that's a freaking hard choice, dude. Yeah, that's, that's tough. That said, I played the crap out of Mass Effect several characters over and had a blast each time. There was so much depth to the game, so many options, so many replayability options. The fact that... All of your choices had an impact in where the story was going as well. That, to me, would have made it the game of the year. Like, I was ready in January to announce it as I think I did, as <laughs> yeah. the game of the year. Really, to be honest, you'd be hard-pressed to, to, to do anything better than that. I think that Red Dead was amazing. Without a doubt, absolutely amazing. But when you're looking at the the depth of Mass Effect 2 and how your choices can have more of an impact, and then when you're looking at even, like, I mean, break apart Mass Effect 2 and look at different parts that you played through that literally took your breath away. When you're, when you're going through the Normandy and there's, like, at the oh. beginning, and the freaking hairs are going up at the back of your neck. Okay, that's powerful. At no point did Red Dead do that. Not because it wasn't good, it certainly was, but it didn't raise the hair on the back of my neck and make me go, oh my God. And there were a lot of moments like that that I found with Mass Effect 2. So I would have actually given it to Mass Effect 2. As would I. 
Okay. All right. We're actually going to leave it at that. We're going to move on to just a couple of little quick topics here, and then we're going to bounce out. You wanted to talk about the X-Men. Um, yes. That. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, okay. So coming up on uh, tomorrow, Tuesday on PlayStation Network, and then Wednesday on Xbox Live Arcade, we are getting a ported release of the 1992 X-Men arcade game that I probably pumped half my college fund into when I was younger. Um it was revolutionary at the time. It was an arcade machine that had six players where they basically shoved two screens together to make it a widescreen game, completely unheard of. You played as Cyclops, Wolverine, Colossus, Nightcrawler, Storm, and fucking Dazzler. <laughs> Fighting against Magneto, Juggernaut, and a whole bunch of other great X-Men villains. It's just, it was just such a fun game for the time, getting five of your friends together and just beating the hell out of a bunch of sentinels and whatever they else they threw at you. I cannot wait to be able to play this online with my friend friends on my big ass TV <laughs> <laughs> as I, I still to this day, I, I, I can hear the Colossus roar when he pulls off his special move and he does this huge roar. I can still hear that in the back of my head from almost 20 years ago. I can't wait to play this one. I, I I agree. I remember it too, so I it will be definitely one that I'm picking up. Uh, also going to be available on PSN for PlayStation Plus members. Awesome! DC Universe Online Beta. Don't know exactly when, but soon. Anybody who's got the PlayStation Plus will be able to get into the beta for DC Universe Online. Now, take it from somebody who's currently in the PC version. Dudes, you want to get into this. It is <laughs> freaking amazing. And I cannot wait to get this so that my son and I can play one of us on the PS3, the other on the PC and play together. It is that much fun. Lastly, I want to quickly touch on Infinity Blade. This came out for the iPad and the iPhone, and it's something that we talked before about because it is using the Unreal Engine um, that uh, Chair has worked on and Epic, and they did Epic Citadel with it, which was awesome. I reviewed it for the site and whatnot. I picked this up, of course, as soon as it came out for the iPad. It looks Gorgeous. Now, this has become now the biggest selling app, fastest grossing app for the App Store. It is with, what does it have? 271 and a half thousand downloads in four days. Okay, so it's making a crap ton of money. It's only $5.99, which is nice because any more, and I would have said, don't buy it. But at $5.99, it's good. The game is gorgeous. The game is absolutely gorgeous. Handles very nice in terms of your, your abilities, but is so very limited. And that's where the disappointment is. The game is basically you just trying to kill an entity, this alien kind of demon entity, whatever the hell it is that lives in this castle. And you have to go through its minions first to get to it. So you defeat them. You level up your different parts of your armor as well as your weapons and shield. And you can buy different ones like an RPG and things like that. 
you make money, you pick up potions, health potions, and then you fight these guys. You get to the end and you die. Oh, trust me, you will die many times over. <laughs> and the hook is that this being has what is known as an infinity blade. And this blade sucks your essence into it and continues to do that for each of your descendants. So you die and 19 years later, your descendant comes to try again. And that descendant dies, fuels the Infinity Blade. 19 years later, you get another bloodline trying. And basically, you keep going like this. This being is a level 50 and is very, very difficult to kill. I'm level 9, and it's kicking my ass. So it, and then I've been playing quite a bit. So it takes you a little bit longer to level. It's difficult to kill him. The other guys get more challenging as you go along, which isn't good because basically you can't, unlike Epic Citadel, you don't move. You don't actually move forward and backwards. You press a, a, a flashing green, or sorry, blue circle and you move to that point, but you don't move. So it's very limited. And then you choose which way you want to move, which is, tends to be very limited in terms of which ways you can go. It's always the same path to that portion of the castle. You fight the dudes, you die, you start back. So it is a very, very disappointing game in that regard. In terms of the fighting, it's awesome. Really well done. In terms of graphics, holy crap and hell, it is awesome. But in terms of actual story, it's non-existent. So for $5.99, it's still fun. It's definitely good to have. It's fun. You will play it. But if it was more than that, I would actually be telling people, don't bother getting it. And since you don't have either an iPhone or an iPad, we're going to move right along. That's the eyeless. All right. Yay for you. Uh, That's going to wrap up the show for this evening. We are Sanjo because apparently he had a problem with his internet, which is ironic seeing as he works for an ISP, but shit happens we're going to end the show i will try to have this up for everybody tomorrow the show notes will be out with any appropriate links thank you to everybody who joined us in the live audience make sure to stop by the site bowdowntous.com check out the links on the sidebars to visit our store and buy our crap and help support us thank you and we'll talk to you guys next week I think a carrier pigeon could have gotten that message to him by now. Something. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is that the um, uh, the my yeah, favorite classes, dude. I'm <laughs> a serious freaking brain damage. Um, again, like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Freaking Aussies. You're Aussie, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) So it's about this. (laughs) Before I insult you, let me make sure I'm insulting the right nationality. Just make sure we got it right. (laughs) It doesn't really matter which one you are is what I'm saying. So if people can finally hear me, then I I guess that's open to debate whether that's good or not. But... (laughs) (laughs) Ha 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 
This is what you do with your day. When I'm brain dead from bang killers, (laughs) this makes me laugh for hours. (laughs) It just is my giggling point for the day. That's what it is. (laughs) Go and edit one one of Vince's article. Go to your happy place. Yeah. (laughs) Edit one of Vince's articles. Go to your happy place. (laughs) You didn't hear that, Sam. (laughs) Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> he better be on time, the bastard. I'm just saying. <laughs> just so weird later. <laughs> and apparently, Joe's got no internet. Oh. He, he claims he has no internet. <laughs> yeah, his internet might come on in about 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm thinking so. I feel so proud of myself. I recommended comic books to Wesley Crusher today. <laughs> <laughs> he put a little post up on his blog about some stuff he was reading and asked for recommendations. So I threw up, you know, New Avengers, Irredeemable. <laughs> a comic book consultant to the stars. Yes. <laughs> Next think, on Oprah. I think I can make a career out of this. Yeah, just get Oprah to, to endorse you, give you a funky name. <laughs> Dr. Vince. <laughs> You're good to go. You'll have all the soccer moms calling you. Pretty soon they won't be watching their kids anymore. They'll all be sitting down reading comics. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> stop reading Wolverine. I'm hungry. <laughs> I just love it when he goes snicked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Wolverine. He's such a badass. <laughs> Start making like cakes and pies with, with shapes of like Spider-Man. And <laughs> I just like the way his costume snugs up against his butt. All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Joe, where are you? We need you. <laughs> My God, it's just me and a drunk, freaking spaced out Canadian. Not yet. <laughs> well, part of that. <laughs> oh, shoot. We're not broadcasting. Oh, hey, look at that. Now we are. God damn it, folks. You missed a lot of fun there. <laughs> hey, did Apparently, you... Apparently, Roger likes Spider-Man's butt. Well, just the way the costume kind of snugs it up kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> did, did, yeah. Maybe flying by the seat of our pants is what I'm saying. But at least they fit snugly against our butts, so... I'm not wearing my Spideys. If I was wearing my Spidey shorts, then yes, that would be true, but I'm not. I, I wear a different pair of superhero undergroos for every show. Dude, I would wear Flash ones. This week, it's Silver Surfer. If somebody <laughs> could find me Flash undies, dude, I would wear them in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. I'd make good use of them. I would take pictures. Who put a moose in a pair of flash underwear? The irony of me walking with the cane with flash <laughs> undies. Come on. Especially if it said flash kind of at the top so I could wear my jeans just a little lower. Not like way low like these jackass teenagers, but just a little lower so you can see flash with a like a lightning bolt. And then I'm like hobbling, hobble. Hobble, hobble. <laughs> You'd have to shave the hair back a bit, you know. There's not that much. There's not that much. There's only a little bit. So it wouldn't be a big deal, is what I'm saying. 
Yeah, that or I could wear them really high, like old man undies. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a, that's an option too. <laughs> you bastard! Take that. That's what I typed. What? I'm not talking at you. Okay. Well, I'm hearing you, so. Stop eavesdropping. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm terribly sorry that I overheard what you spoke into your microphone. As long as we're clear. <laughs> <laughs>